When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, checkout's not until four, so. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. The following ad is sponsored by Pets Best Insurance Services. Pets come into our lives in many ways. Shelters, breeders, or unexpected encounters. But no matter how you found your pet, they become our perfect match. Unfortunately, finding the right pet insurance plan can be hard. That's where Pets Best comes in. With a little information about you and your pet, Pets Best will recommend a plan that meets your needs and budget. Visit PetsBest.com to learn more today. Your perfect pet deserves the perfect coverage. PetsBest.com the volume. All right, so the Super Bowl is coming up. And we all do fun things, right? We do the squares. There's always betting when it comes to Super Bowl. So why not do it with us? Why not do it at the DraftKings Sportsbook? Once again, I am partnering up with them to give you guys a fantastic offer. Bet only $5 or more and get $200 in bonus bets instantly by using my promo code DCTV. Look. The big game is always fun. Family's always gathered. You're always doing something to show that you can pick a winner. So why not pick that winner at the DraftKings Sportsbook? Go download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Punch in my promo code DCTV. Bet only $5 or more and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Look, the DraftKings Sportsbook is an official betting partner of the NFL. Punching that promo code DCTV at the DraftKings Sportsbook. Get $200 in bonus bets instantly. At the DraftKings Sportsbook, guys, crown is yours. Super Bowl's coming. Let's get excited. Let's go. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-N-Y 46 46- 7369 in Connecticut. Help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Budio Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-N-Y 46 7369 in Connecticut. Help is available for problem gambling. Call 888 789 7777 
or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Booty Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash MMA for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. All right, guys, what's up? Welcome to another episode of Funky and the Champ. I'm Daniel Cormier. That is my man, Ben Askren. Ben, what's up, baby? How you doing, dog? I see you this not weekend much. in Arizona, right? Uh, I am not attending the Arizona event. We have a good squad going from AWA, though. Some good coaches. But there is another big event this weekend, Daniel. Are you aware of what it is? What? Mizzou versus Oklahoma State Wrestling, baby. Yeah, but when you're going to that, opposed to PNL. No, I'm not, going to, I'm, not, I'm not going to that. I'm not going to Daniel. You barely ever show up. Don't come on here that crazy. We send guys everywhere. No, listen. <laughs> Oklahoma State has wrestled so good this year. It's they unbelievable, dude. And we have five freshmen starting, so the future's looking yeah. bright for the Cowboys. It's exciting they're, times. They're pretty good. Yeah, they're doing good. Ben, I wanted to talk to you about a couple things tonight. One, on the internet. I know you're not supposed to listen to the internet, right? But Every now and again, you come across some stuff that's interesting and it kind of piques your mind a little bit. One thing I saw, though, was that, and I don't know who reported this. I, it, it's so weird because they're stuck. Oh, now you're like me just, just sharing rumors that you hear. Yes, dude, they're like, they really are like <laughs> you. So I was like, if a guy's like me, I'm like, oh, man, that makes a lot of sense. Somebody said that the UFC was looking to add 165 yeah. and then move 170 to 175. And they were doing this because they wanted to Chandler McGregor as the 165-pound championship fight. Yeah. Do you think that we need more weight classes? Uh, listen, I tried pushing the 65-75 thing uh, many years ago when I was coming to UFC. And my, my good friend Tyron Woodley was the champion because I wasn't going to fight him. So I wanted another uh, path to a title. Um, so I tried pushing the issue. Yes, um, I think, honestly, I think going 55, 65, 75, 85 would be good. I think it's right. You know, I think we think in wrestling, there's too few of weight classes. And while 15 pounds isn't as wide as the gaps are in wrestling, like in the Olympics, um, they're still just a little bit too wide, in my opinion. You know, so I, I actually like the 65, 75, 85. And then I think the 205 is appropriate because there's less big guys. And then right, the heavyweight. So I think it'd be perfect. I don't think Dan's going to do it. Dan is really stuck on Why it's do you the think he's it against is. it so bad, though? I think, you know what I think it is? I think it's probably the boxing thing, right? So Dana came up with boxing background. And boxing's opposite of wrestling, right? Wrestling has too few. Boxing has too many. It feels like there's one every four pounds or something. Um, there's literally so many weight classes. It's really hard to keep, keep track of. And so I think he's like, I don't want to be that. So here's my line in the sand, and I'm not going any further than this. But, like, when I heard that, and it made me go, wow, that might work. Because yeah. 35, 45, 55, it doesn't feel crowded. You know, that's the thing, right? And this yeah. is what makes me look to it and go, this might work. Because 25, 35, 45, 55, it still feels like there are guys stuck in between. Yeah, for sure. Max Holloway, while he is now going to fight Justin Gaethje at 155, at 145, he was a little big, especially for a while. And then when he went to 155 and fought Dustin, 
he seemed to be a little small. So it yeah. felt like 150 would be ideal for Max Holloway. But when you got 45-55, it didn't feel like too much. And then yes. 170, it was always what it was. So it just feels like it doesn't need to change. But when you look at it and go, it doesn't seem that bad. I just think that right now, you can't do it. You can't do it now because it would feel like you're doing it specifically for or to well, appease yeah. Conor McGregor. And it's, you can't <laughs> do that Conor right McGregor's now. coming off four losses, Daniel. It doesn't make any sense. I mean, if he was a guy who'd won 20 in a row or something and and there was just, you know, uh, kind of like my situation where I'm like, well, I'm not going to fight Tyron, um, right? Where there's someone he didn't want to fight, then I think it would make more sense. But if we're going to just try to make a belt for Conor, like just make another BMF or something. Like make uh IMF, Irish mother effer. <laughs> no, I don't know. The thing is this, right, Ben, like, if you do, though, it has to be Connor. If you do 165, it has to be Connor. Why? You can't. That's dumb. You stop. You no, stop it right you. now. No, I'm, I'm telling you. You want me to tell you come. why? Want me yeah. to tell you why? Because you're introducing a new weight class. It has to mean something. You can't have two normal fighters introducing the weight. Look. It didn't work. It didn't work at 145 when they did it for the women. And it didn't work. Well, they work. only had two people in the division. But it doesn't that was not, preposterous. No, it, not initially, but not initially, Ben. It ended up being two people. But if you recall, Jermaine Durandamy fought Holly Holm for that championship in Brooklyn. Wasn't a great fight. But then Jermaine Durandamy won the fight. Refused to fight Chris Cyborg. Yeah, that was wild. Nobody took it serious. <laughs> that was crazy. Until Chris Cyborg became the champion. And Wait, when Chris hold on. Cyborg Daniel, became the champion, it wasn't a problem. But that wasn't because that she had a big because, name. That was because she hadn't lost in freaking But that was the, old, the only reason that worked was because it was Chris Cyborg. And that'll be the same thing. No, you you're wrong. this belt you're without wrong. a guy with a name. You're wrong. <laughs> yeah, you are. You can't yeah. just say I'm wrong. You got to give me something to make me believe ah, You're wrong. Listen, no. Chris Cyborg hadn't lost. Everyone knew she was the best fighter in the world, that weight class. That's why no one gave a damn when someone else had the belt because they knew who the best fighter was. Conor McGregor can't win a fight. He hasn't won a fight. But, that, but, 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 do you, but do you but do you know that Conor McGregor is not the best 165-pound fighter in the world? You don't know that because you've never seen it. You shut up. I'm serious. Never. You don't know that because you've never seen it. What if Conor McGregor at 165 is the perfect spot for him? You just stop right now. I'm serious. You're, you're trying to make me angry. You, no, you said, I'm not. I'm going to come in and try to make this Ben off. No, I'm serious, Ben. Okay, but, okay, listen. No, if we're going to make a 65 division, I'm great with it. I actually, I think I think it's great. I'm a fan of it, even though it doesn't benefit me now because I'm old and retired. I thought it was a good idea back then. I think it's a good idea now. I think it's a great idea. Why Conor wouldn't McGregor. it be Chandler McGregor? Because Conor McGregor hasn't beat anyone meaningful since 2016. Yeah, we're in 2024. The last time... The last time Conor McGregor beating with meaningful Barack Obama was president. Yeah, I know. But Bro, listen. that's wild. No, think but, about that. Dude, but dude, but see, here's the thing, right? You're giving me facts that really don't matter. What do you mean they I'm matter? You Winning fights? Whereas I'm giving you facts that actually can show you why it works. And that's because of Chris Cyborg. If 
No, Chris Cyborg was actually good at fighting at that time. But if Demetrius Johnson wasn't the first flyweight champion of the world, I don't know if it mattered. If Valentina Shevchenko, if Valentina Shevchenko didn't go from 135 after fighting Amanda so close at 35 to 125, I don't know if it works. Listen to this. Joanna Janjacek went up from 115 to fight 125 because, again, they needed name. A name to solidify the belt. You can't do it, Ben. Hey, Leon Edwards goes 175 and is crowned the champion immediately. Nobody bats an eyelid. But if you put two dudes that are fantastic, but they have no name value, you end up in a position where you have a belt like the women's featherweight division. No, you. this is wrong. This is wrong. I'm telling you, bro. No. Okay, 165. 165 pounds is actually literally the most probably the most competitive weight class in the world. Like this is the this is where men are. That's how much that's how big they grow. 165 pounds. You're gonna get the most dudes in that weight class more than any weight class. And if you actually look at the depth of 55 and 70, so I remember I, I did this when uh when I was pushing the issue. Between 55 and 70, there was like 220 people on the roster, right? So 220 people between two weight classes. But then there's like heavyweight and there's like 40 of them. There's like 125. There's like 40 of them. Like these weight classes are so big. Women's featherweight. I don't even know why you keep bringing that damn thing up. Dana Dana had to give Chris Cyborg a belt because she's the best woman in the world. But there's they never had more than three people in that division. They had fake ones move up. They had fake ones move up. They had 135s go up. They weren't actually 45. Stop. I will tell you. Name actual 45s. All right. Aspen Ladd. Jermaine Durandamy. No, 35. No, Jermaine. Put Durant. that finger down. Put your Holly finger Holm. down. Chris Cyborg. Holly Holm, thirty-five. Megan. Megan. Uh, she Megan, actually was. She actually that was. Girl, Megan Anderson. She sucked uh, though. It doesn't matter what you think about the way. That's three. Fight. You named three. You named no, three. No, I named five. No, you didn't. No. Two of them were thirty-five. You can't also double count. Gal, also, the gal that fought her from Canada. Fought Amanda Nunes. For yeah, what was her name? She was, she was not very good. Also, all right, you got four. You got four. See, four I'm people. Listening. Daniel, they have four people in that division. That's why no, no one took it seriously because there's only four people in there. No, I, I actually, I, I you know, this is a total sidebar. I don't know how they couldn't find women in that division because, like, women's wrestling has weight classes larger than that that are really competitive. Um, <laughs> other women's sports do. Women's it wasn't. It wasn't that they couldn't find nobody. Nobody wanted find to them. fight they Chris could, Cyborg. They didn't exist. No, nobody no, they don't exist. Nobody to fight Chris Cyborg. I did my research, Daniel. Large women in fighting don't exist, dude. That's not true. No, man. it is. Go look it up. Look on uh, what is that damn website? There's the website that lists like it, it's it called Tapology. Tapology. No, the one that ranks yeah. everyone to like 800. Like it'll okay. rank you to like inner women above 145. There was like. 19 of them in the whole world. That's not true. Man. It was. There was like none. I looked oh it up. God, this dude I did my research. Stuff. You actually, here's the thing. What? You're I did my research. Doing exactly what, what the person did that why we're discussing this exact topic right now. You're just making what? shit up and expect people to believe it. This is All crazy. Right, I'm going to look it up now. Women's, All uh, right. what is above 145 called? But, I don't but, remember. but again, I will not stand down on this. I do believe that the person no, has to have a name. You're so crazy. You're I so really crazy. Do. Or maybe Kamaru Usman goes to 165. It has to be someone with a name. He can't make that weight class. No, I don't uh, think I so. Mean, but but still. Maybe Khabib. Khabib. If Khabib, Khabib came back. Yes. Or look, Khabib. But he's won the last 30 fights in a row. So I'm yeah, great with but that. I get, what you're, I get the point you're trying to make. Yeah. But I'm telling you, man. The person has to matter. 
Best Justin Gaethje. We could put we could put Justin Gaethje up there. Gaethje's uh, a little Gaethje's too small for 65. 55 well, is but, a sweet spot. You know, Maybe honestly, Dustin right Poirier. now, you're kind of in a funny scenario because as I look at all the 70s, I don't know that any of them would be able to go down. See? Like they're all kind of big See? guys. Well, and yeah, so you know, it'd be a bunch of 55ers. So who would you up, put probably. in there? Who would you put in there to make it? Here's Honda McGregor. Shut up. Here's the you're funny thing. With me. No, not Connor. Anybody but him. The, <laughs> Dude, you... There might be weight classes matter. Here's, you know, weight classes matter. So you might have some guys who aren't as great at 70 and you put them at 65 and they actually start winning. Like, think about James Green. James Green, one of the best wrestlers in the world at 154 pounds. And you give him 143 and 163, and all of a sudden he just drops way down the ladder. <laughs> it's crazy. It's no, crazy. Like that. literal, yeah, he's nuts. a top three every year at 155. Yep. But yep. you say he go on 43 or 163 for the Olympics, and he like can't be functional at 43, and he's too small for 63. Well, that's the problem. Yeah, you're right. Weight classes matter. Yeah, weight classes and matter. uh part of that is is why uh I believe, or hey, if you don't want to do a 165 pound championship. Make 165 weight class for only BMFs and then run the BMF <laughs> title. Run okay. the BMF title through 165 pounds. Imagine that. Oh if 165 gosh. was the home of the BMF championship, how wow. many people would do it? How many people do you think would actually the do home it? Home of the BMF. Yeah, probably. Uh, it probably would, it would attract more 70s and 55s than the other weight classes for sure. Could you imagine though, like, Ben, if you make 165, the home of the BMF, and all those guys, <laughs> listen, stop. no, listen, listen, think about this, man, think about this, man, if you make 165, the home of the BMF, now you get all those guys who aren't necessarily champions, because right now, right now, Justin Gaethje, Max Holloway fighting for the BMF title, it, it while it makes sense, and Dustin Poirier, it almost feels like it's not right because those guys are actually championship level fighters. Yeah, they are. Osvaldo fought Diaz for the BMF title. You knew both of them weren't championship level fighters anymore. Fair. But if 165 was the home of the BMF championship, actually, hold on, hold on. That's Masvidal, all those fun Masvidal fights. actually got a title fight after that fight. I don't know if you remember that. He did. That was what propelled him to the Usman fight. Actually, no, 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 no. It's not what propelled him to the Usman well, fight. What propelled him to the Usman fight was because used. somebody got hurt. You remember someone got oh, hurt in the fight yeah, on short yeah, notice? Yeah. Right. That got him the title fight. He wasn't getting the title fight right away. I feel like it, oh, I don't feel like it should Duh. be. I feel like it should be all the fun guys fighting for the BMF title. At well, I mean, if you do the other the other positive to sixty five, and I said this back in the day, was you're going to get more people to be able to move around, right? And and the, the interdivision matchups are actually a lot of fun. So 55s would be willing to fight 65. 65s might go up to fight seventy fives, right? And people might move around a little more. You just don't want them dudes like that's why it needs to be home of the BMF. Because if it's the home ah. of the BMF, listen, if it's the home of the BMF, oh they can't challenge for champ champ status because right now the champ champ thing is going crazy. Right? Uh, you would agree. I'm okay with it. I told what we talked about is I'm okay with it as long as the person's active, like a, a Volkanovsky. I'm yeah. okay with him trying because he's super active. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at American Express. Press.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. 
Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. Access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. Guys, our friends are back. The Game Time app is back, and y'all know how much we love the Game Time app at DCTV because the Game Time app gives you an opportunity to get last-minute tickets to anything you want, whether it's basketball, football, mixed martial arts, comedy shows. The Game Time app has you. And how about this? Your boy DC is going to help you get $20 off your first purchase by using my promo code DCTV. You know the last time I used the Game Time app? The boy Luis... Wanted to go to a UFC fight. And you know how that dude don't be inviting his girlfriend. He needed an extra ticket. So the boy DC got him. I went to the Game Time app, punched that promo code DCTV, saved $20 off, and then saved Luis's relationship. So guys, go to the Game Time app right now, download it, use my promo code DCTV, and save $20 off of your first purchase. Game Time, welcome back, my friends. And Luis, your boy loves you. I always got you, baby. Let's get to the video. All right. So, Ben, from one talk of maybe a BMF champ champ coupled with a real UFC title to an actual former champ champ, one of our Olympic teammates said that if he can't beat Marab Dawalishvili, he'll walk away. Henry Cejudo. Yes. He said that it's a number one contender's fight and he should win it. And I mean, I want to read his quote. If I can find my phone. Uh-oh. He feels like he should beat him. But if he doesn't beat him, he feels like he should walk away. Do you agree with Henry? I love it. Um, and it's exactly what I felt like. You know, when he came back, he didn't 
Uh, he didn't come come back to just f around. He came back to win a title. And if he can't win a title, then cool, he's going to be done. He's going to go do something else. That was what I said. You know, I was retired the first time I came back. I said I'm trying to come here to win a title. And when I, you know, when I got too far away after losing to Maya, I said, well, I'm not interested. And obviously, they have hip hip surgery also. But it's like uh, fighting as something to do as an old man is probably just not a good idea. And for it's someone, not fun. Who's a not fun. And for someone who's a champion like Henry. If he's not competing for titles, he doesn't want to be a mid-card type guy fighting eight, nine, tenth ranked guys. Like that's just not what he's gonna be. So um, I love what he's saying. So this is what he said. He goes, This is the number one contender spot. I think after losing to Aljo, I think if I was going to go maybe down the ladder, I would probably be done with fighting again. Yeah, yeah. man, because it's just like the sport is hard. Training camps, having two kids, and things like that. It's yes. all or nothing for me. So when I hear this from Henry, I hear that he has now made a full-on commitment again to his athletics and becoming the champion. Mm -hmm. I have heard that after the time away, it was very difficult for Henry to train at the level that allowed for him to not only become the world champion in MMA, but also become the Olympic champion. When you're a guy like Henry Cejudo, who is so motivated, Ben? You know we watched yeah. that dude as a young yeah. kid uh -huh. become a world Olymp Olympic champion and do everything he was told. But when you start to not have that desire to do the things that you yeah. know are necessary to be that, then maybe it is time to start looking away. I, I just think in that quote, he is now telling us, Ben, that he is going to do all that stuff again. And if all that stuff that he did before that led to that level of success doesn't work, now it's time to walk away. Yeah, uh, I, I I agree with all of your sentiments. I agree with his sentiment. I love it. I love someone who's willing to say, hey, here's what I'm going to do and here's why I'm doing it. And, you know, he's had, uh, man, I don't want to say the best ever, but one of the highest achieving athletic careers. He in tells you he's sports. the best combat sports He'll tell athlete you that. of all I'm time. Not I don't know if I'm willing to make that comment for him. He's he's very willing to. I'm not going to argue so? on him. You think an Olympic I, championship I would have to think, with that is not yeah. enough? Uh, I'd have to think really hard about it, probably, and make a full list of contenders of uh, this category. Uh, I think there's a definite possibility, and if Henry wants to call himself that, I'm perfectly fine with that. I'm not going to argue with them. Um, I don't know. Maybe that can be our next show. Maybe we can determine who the greatest combat sports athlete of all time is. You know, for me, I think that for a normal athlete, that pressure would be too much. Don't put that type. I don't think I've ever seen a guy or a gal say, if I don't win, I'm done. This has to be it. I'm going all in. And if it doesn't work, I'm done. I don't know if I've ever seen that work out. Hmm. I, feel like I really don't know if I've ever seen that work out for anybody, bro. Especially fighting Marab. Marab I mean, workout meaning like force them to win? or you They mean don't like win. They don't win. And then they end yeah. up being faced with a decision that I don't know that they're comfortable making. Because I think when you put that type of pressure on yourself and you say, I'm done if this, if this goes sideways. I ain't going to do this. I'm finished. Then you lose. And a couple months down the line, you're like, I kind of want to make some more money. Or, yeah, but I kind of, I mean, I love when he forces himself to do that. Because it's like, I don't know. Uh, it'd probably be easier for me easier right now for me to go make money fighting than probably anything else in my life just because we get paid a lot of money to do uh you know what is maybe not a lot of work but 
like you said, I'm not willing to make the commitment to train to get at the level to be competitive as necessary. So I just shouldn't do it. Right. So yeah. like, you know, I'd be ashamed of myself for doing it. Um, so I won't do it. And that's like Henry's putting that on himself. And so, yeah, I love that. He's like holding himself accountable. He's saying it publicly. He's kind of always been that way. Um, I don't know. I think it's great. And I don't know, maybe he's going to win. Maybe he's going to lose. I'm not, I'm not guaranteeing Henry victory here. Who do you, think he, you think he beats Marab? I don't know. Marab's really good. He's, he's really, really good. good. And he has a good style, right? He has, it seems, he seems style. to have a really good style for Henry. Henry's kind of older now. Henry's 37 or 37 years old. God, we're getting old. Yeah. Well, I was, I was 23 and I was the second youngest on the team and he was 21. I'm getting close to 40. So he's got to be 37 or 38. Yeah. We're getting so old. It's so bad. <laughs> I'm, I'm it's, staying in shape, baby. Hey, you do kind of look thin. Like you look like you're in shape a little bit. I'm training. I've been wrestling with these dudes all the time. Hey, Ben. So what's next for Henry though? Like, dude, does Henry Cejudo have an, like, do you think Henry Cejudo could get done with fighting? Yeah. And go to Zeke Jones and go, all right, I'm ready to coach. I want to be a know. coach on Arizona State staff. Yeah, I mean, literally, listen. If he went and offered his services to Zeke Jones, I'm sure Zeke Jones would take. No, but like as an assistant on staff, could Henry yeah. be a college coach? Does he want to do that? Does he want to do that? You're right. That's like who wants to do that work for that money? That's not enough money. Um, like if I if I had an academy, would I do it? I, I freaking love coaching. I you love it. So? Yeah, I probably no, would do. Oh yeah, I would. Yeah, if I wasn't a club coach, I'd go do that. I would love to do. It. I always wonder that though, like for a guy like Henry Cejudo, who's and again we've lived. Daniel, hold life, on, right? Daniel, 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 Daniel. But hold on, you're coaching a high school team for uh, a mere fraction of what I don't make any what, money. It's what free. a college coach would get paid. So shut up. You would do it. Yeah, but no, I wouldn't. I would. You already do it. Can I be you do it right now? No, Ben. Can I be honest? It's so what? much harder coach college with the recruiting and why the travel, dude. A lot I of times I just so. don't go. Like a Daniel, lot of times, you travel I need, more yeah, but that's for work. But well, for the most, like for the most part, when I do like wrestling stuff, sometimes yeah. I just don't go. Last week I went to Philadelphia I know. because my son was going to wrestle. I know I saw that. Like if I, like if I, like a high school match, right? Like yeah. this weekend we have like our league tournament and our yeah. sectionals. Our team generally dominates it, so I'll go to work. It doesn't really interrupt, but I want to coach in the room. But I do also know what it did yeah. to John and them when I was living in Oklahoma. I don't know if... Uh, John who? Smith. John Smith? Yeah. I don't know if Henry would want to do that. But I do know that if Henry doesn't have something to chase, he's going to feel like he's going to lose himself in like within himself. You can't go yeah. from living yeah, the life yeah. you that need we to live, have something you're passionate about. You have nothing to chase. You got to have Correct. something to chase. Yeah, 100%. And that's why I, I coach wrestling. I coach yeah. wrestling because I want to chase something that's so hard to do. Getting yeah. all those kids on the same page to go accomplish something great. Henry will have to find that. And I don't know where you find that. Yeah, that's, that's absolutely. And that's why so many fighters and other athletes end up coming back to the athletics because it's hard to get those feelings. It's hard to get the same feelings you have for the sport of athletics or football, basketball, whatever. And then you you leave and you say, ah, oh, I'm done. And it's nice for a little bit. And then, but you, you have a personality type. And so you're like, ah, I need, so I need something to <laughs> you need do. I got to do something. You start I can't, your mind. Not, I can only sit on my ass for two weeks and then I need to do something. So Dude, you literally start to lose your mind yeah. if your mind is not like hyper-focused on yes. something. You know, Henry Cejudo is trying to 
earn another chance to fight for the belt at 135. Marab Duwalish really seems to be a nightmare matchup for everybody in that division. Yeah, they screwed One, him so bad. He should be fighting for the title. Right? Shouldn't he be fighting for the belt right he now? He should. It's terrible. How could he not be? <laughs> it's so bad because Dana. <laughs> Why? Because that's what Dana does sometimes. He's a fun guy. Who, Dana or Marab? Marab. Yeah, he should be fighting for a title. You know, before I let you go, I want just a couple seconds on this one here. Aljamain Sterling said that, because we're still talking a little bit about this weight class that he just left. He said he thinks it's laughable that they stack UFC 299 so much to make Sean O'Malley seem like a star. You know, for me, I it's it's always weird to me, right? When Conor McGregor was getting on his way up, he had some really good fight cards under mm -hmm. him. Sean yeah. O'Malley seems to be getting the same type of treatment. But for me, I think Sean O'Malley in Miami just works. And I think sometimes it's that simple. You need a guy that has a big personality to headline a city yeah. like Miami. And I think Sean O'Malley just works. It's, I mean, listen, this card's good, but it's not an oh my God card. I think it's pretty but, good. Man. It's good, but it's no, it's not oh my God. So you have, I mean, the co-main. Stop, 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 stop before what? you go. Stop before you go. I want you to go from the top and just. Really, really look at the names and pay attention. Yeah, well, I, 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 I was Go. going to. So, Dustin Poirier and Benoit St. Dennis' second match. Amazing. But he's not a he's not a big name yet. Saint but Dustin Dennis. Poirier is. Poirier is. Yep. Kevin Holland and Michael Page. Michael Page Michael is. Michael Page just getting there. Amazing. But he's like, he. I don't know. So, I actually Amazing. think. I think he's overrated. He was nope, never. The, he, yes, but, 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 okay. but he's known. He's known to the point, Askren. That whenever I, uh, whenever he came to my academy, yeah. when he came to my academy for when Bellator was in San Jose, he came to my academy and the kids knew who he was already. Really? They knew really? who he was and he was in Bellator at the time. That's not something that happens okay. very often. Yeah. So, I mean, he had a couple of losses in Bellator. He came over. He's good. I mean, that that's a fun fight. I'm not complaining about it. I'm going to watch it and it's going to be fun. Uh, you know, Gilbert Burns is good, but Jack De La, De La Maddalena is like, he's like up and coming, not huge yet. Peter Yan, Song Yudong, again, kind of same thing. Like, these are Amazing. really good fights. They're good fights, but they're not like, oh my God, it's not like, uh, what was the last UFC that was really, there was a UFC last year. I don't remember which one it was right now. That was like, oh my God, this is so awesome. Every fight was just like a banger. This is like, uh, these are all, those are all solid fights. You know, on the prelims, uh, uh, Almeida and Blades, but that has the potential to be a really boring fight, but it could be But that's, those guys that are, the winner might get an interim championship fight against yeah. Tom Aspinall. Possibly, yes. Um, Chuck again and Macy should be good. Bro, uh, you, are bad with, you are bad with name pronunciation. Chuck again. Caitlin Chukagian, bro. Well, there's no way you can know that. I swear to God, Caitlin Chukagian. <laughs> hey, listen, and you also called him Benoit St. Dennis. His name is not St. Dennis, name? bro. I don't know what his name is. What's He's his name? Benoit Saint Denis. Benoit oh, Saint Denis. Get out of here. You gotta say eat it, say a it. croissant, you freaking French turd. Say Benoit Saint Denis. Saint Saint Denis. Yeah, Benoit Saint Denis. That's my boy. Oh my right God, there. I can't believe you. <laughs> yeah, He's you so like French. that, huh, Ben? I'm Eating so croissants. I am so studied. Hey, Ben, thank you again, my friend. It's always fun when we do these. Guys. Ben and I will always be doing these types of episodes. You got something?
I was going to say, I'm going to send you Mizzou's shirt for uh, this weekend. I will definitely not wear a Mizzou shirt. And, <laughs> yo, how much lotion did you put on your face before we filmed the day, bro? You know shiny. what's so weird is I, I showered, but it was like an hour and a half ago because you, you know, you're so slow for this. I have no idea. I don't look like this in the mornings. I do FRL <laughs> in the mornings. I have no idea why it looks like this. I've actually, so listen, I am the least, uh, I'm a simple man. I don't use lotion. I don't use deodorant. There's just all oh. these I don't use lotion. You I go never, to bed I, with your wife with no deodorant? I have no body odor, Daniel. Dude, that's nonsense. About this? This You're a true. wrestler. No, no body odor. Bullshit. I don't have body odor. I, I don't have body odor. No, 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 I'm telling you the truth. So ridiculous. We will get into that the next show. No we'll lotion, next no body show. odor, no nothing. Guys, make sure you <laughs> always tap in. Go follow Dude. Ben on Twitter, our X, Instagram, everything at Funky Ben Askren, and always make sure you watch Ben and I on Funky and the Champ. Until next time, peace. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge, now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply.